fans welcome back to fourth and inches a husky podcast i'm trevor i'm jake and we are like craig and smoky <laughs> friday that's right bye felicia so this has been uh you know a week of uh thinking about what could have been with the oregon loss uh down in eugene at the hands to the ducks we had every opportunity to win it at the end of the game uh, and we put our hopes in a freshman kicker, uh, and he narrowly missed the game-winning kick. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I question about that whole situation, and don't get me wrong, I don't question Coach Peterson very often at all, but with 32 seconds left on the clock, you have two timeouts. Get 15 more yards, man. You, you know that you have a freshman kicker. You know he's seven of ten on the year. Go out, get a couple more yards, make his life a little bit easier. Give your team that much. I, I understand that things could go wrong. You could fumble a snap. You could you could fumble in a run. You could throw an interception. You could move backwards. You sure. could move backwards. But I mean, give 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 your kid a chance, man. I mean, and it, it, it wasn't a very long field goal, anyways. But. The, the, that, and that's the only thing I question about that whole end of the game is could we have gotten closer? Yeah, and did you listen to the uh, the press conference that Peterson held? Yeah. He even said that in hindsight he wished he would have used those timeouts and, and maybe gone a little less conservative to try to make that an easier play. Yeah. But he did say that, you know, they work on that a lot, and he's usually nails from that hash. Uh, so, you know, this is sure. why there shows why some of these guys are amateurs, a true freshman, uh, is he a true freshman? Anyway, he's a freshman first time kicking duties and you know, that's a tough spot to be in, in that atmosphere. Don't get me wrong. I, I question that, but everything up to that point was complete gold. You put yourself in a, in a position to win the game when, Oregon punts and pins you deep on the other side of the field. You you make this long, amazing drive, a game-winning drive, and you absolutely put your team in a position to win the game. Yeah. He did – him and Jake Browning, I think, did everything they could at the, at the end of the game to give the team a chance to win. They just fell short. Yeah, and Jake was nails. Um, I don't want to move on too quickly from the game recap yet. One of the things that bothered a lot of Husky fans was that fourth and one where the fumble, uh, the fumble snap. Yeah. He couldn't, he didn't, he's not going to come out and say deprivating things about the referees, but without saying it, he said that uh, I can't remember the guy's first name, but the last name of jokes, he was offsides. Um, and some people are even speculating that he might have slapped the ball before it was snapped. J- Jalen Jokes. From, what is it? Jalen Jokes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But and if that's the case, you know, I understand. And and what I actually, I really appreciated about it, it, he was very reflective in mistakes that they had made, and I think that shows the human element of it. But that's also a great way to go to your kids and say we we made mistakes on this 
and we can improve. That shows those kids that mistakes are okay as long as we're learning from them. Yeah, and that's kind of always been Chris Peterson's mantra is it's more than the game of football. We're here to teach the game of life. And we're here to teach you everything that we can, not just football, but how to be a man and how to own up to your mistakes. And I think that's probably the best part of what Chris Peterson does is, hey, man, I, I messed up there. I, I Looking back, I wish I would have given us a couple more yards. It, it comes down to those were two really good teams throwing haymakers at each other, and we just we landed one fewer punches than we needed to. How good was BBK the entire game, though? BBK running, was good. Running everywhere. He was good, and the, the problem with the defense is we're too thin up front. They, they were getting six plays, six yards consistently on those runs up the middle, and if BBK's not there, we're in for a lot longer of a day. He mm-hmm. was all over the field. I agree with that. Um, I loved, I'm going to go one more time back to the press conference. Okay. I loved the shirt that, that he wore into there. Did you see that shirt? I didn't. Oh, it just said, stay positive. I love it. <laughs> that is, I, that's something I could see him doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying that shirt for my classroom, for my <laughs> baseball team. Uh, for life. I, but yeah, you know, I love it. He's, he's moving on. I, I think that they've kind of washed the slate and they're ready to move on. And you, the fact of the matter is, if Gaskin stays healthy, we win. Either running back. Yep. If... If this game is played without a team going on the road two weeks in a row on a even on a road game where the team that's at home also has a bye week to prepare, we win this game by ten points. That doesn't that doesn't do us any favors right now. No, you're absolutely right. But and it's not an excuse, it is absolutely a fact. Well and the I, fact is Oregon not is not necessarily going to get the same treatment. But they just played an emotional game, and they're about to go to one of the toughest places to travel to, period, because the, I don't think Pullman has airplanes yet. The, the, fact is, <laughs> the fact is Husky fans have become Cougar fans. It's crazy, right? It's the, I, the first time I can remember saying that I am openly rooting for the Cougars. Well, I mean, you've said it before that, that you kind of back the pack when, when they're outside of – playing washington uh yeah but i mean it's the it's a pack versus pack yeah yeah that's true but i will never regardless of if oregon's playing outside of the pack i will never root for them (laughs) ever yeah that's that's i say that prior to this week yeah um you know who frustrated me for the first time this year offense or defense defense uh greg Gaines. no the secondary miles bryant yeah, he didn't have a great game. He did not have a great game. He did not tackle well. I don't feel like he covered well. Um, now, Oregon's, Oregon's game plan was really well. Uh, they didn't take any shots against us. Herbert just six-yard gained us all day long. Yeah, he never took the bait. That's what Washington's defense makes you do. They yeah. make you dink it all the way down, and they – they let you beat yourself by trying to go for the home run and he never bit on it. So his, his numbers didn't look great, but he was a freaking surgeon. That touchdown he threw at the end of the half. Oh man. That really hurt. 
that that touchdown hurt pretty good. Going into half, seventeen to ten would have felt way better than go, in Oregon than going into half tied seventeen seventeen with Oregon having the momentum. Right, and after you already gave up uh, the coin toss um, by yeah. get, getting throwing the ball an interception, and then throwing an interception. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, that hurt. Yeah. Um, and overall, I thought the defense um, wasn't – that was not their best week. Um, and I thought the offense played pretty well. I thought we learned that we have a stable of running backs that are capable of being Pac-12 caliber players. However, the drop-off between Gaskin and Savon to McGrew is big. You can really see the athletic, uh, athletic ability um, drop off after Savon. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, McGrew is a good stout running back that just runs right into where he's supposed to run into, uh, with Gaskins, Gaskins is a lot more patient and finds the holes and Ahmed is so athletic that he can kind of get out of anything. Well, so you have three different types of running backs, but like you said, there is definitely a fall off from the top two down right and and there's a big time drop off between mcgrew and kamari pleasant oh i disagree i think kamari pleasant eventually kamari is going to be your kind of your bruising back and uh it's probably going to be you're going to see a lot of uh savon with um pleasant getting those down you think so more than mcgrew because i feel like mcgrew has ran pretty physical as well he, I, I mean, like he's run he, physical I, for a 5'7", 175-pound running back. To me, it seems like he's a pretty physical back. He's got a low center of gravity. He lays the lick in, and he falls forward every time. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I thought McGrew was going to be quicker um, than what he's showing. Um, I, I think that, you know, we, we don't know what's going to eventually happen. So when Savon moves on, if McGrew has any time, he'll probably be your feature back with Pleasant being that second um, kind of like the LeVon Coleman role. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, we're talking about right now. And if Gaskin goes down and is down for any period of time, I'm nervous. But McGrew makes me left nervous. And so does Pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as long as you have either one of Ahmed or Gaskin, if yep. you lose both, you're really nervous. Yeah, and I didn't like that they went to the Wildcat um, without having Gaskin as that running back because the Wildcat works because of his vision. And yes. putting, um, I think it was McGrew that ran it, it just wasn't as successful. You know what, though? You know what you learned in this game, though, is that despite losing, Jake Browning can carry this team without those two running backs. Yeah. Uh, Jake had a fantastic game. I mean, he. I mean, he, what was he? Fifteen to twenty-five for two forty-three. Yep. You know, I mean, he only had the one touchdown to Ty Jones, a long touchdown. But he he, without his two running backs, he went into Eugene and played lights out and and won us that game until we didn't win it. Yeah, he put him he put him in the right place to win and it unfortunately just didn't happen. Yeah. Um Oregon will has been and will enjoy this this win for this year, but they need to get ready for some names that are going to haunt them for the next 4 years. 
Tui Let uh, Let Tessa Ganoa, Draco Bynum, Mosiah Nasili Lu, Jacob Bandis, Braylon Trice, Noah Nagala. Meet. The defensive line is huge, and they're good and they're talented. And yeah. what they had, what happened to Washington, will not happen again. They won't be pushed around by Oregon. Oregon has a really, really good quarterback. They made holes on a defensive line that's not deep, but boy, are they going to be deep in the next few years. Yeah. Give those, give those young kids a couple of years. Bandis, I think, is going to be a stud. I would say that he would come in and be a, red, a, a true freshman, but I'm not sure. I don't know if there's going to be room for him in, in, on that line yet. Yeah, and if he red shirts for a year, good luck. They got to come cow. to Husky Stadium next year with these guys I just mentioned, plus more guys coming, plus Levi's still going to be there. Yep, they're not going to be able to get those runs again. And yeah. when true freshman fill in the blank quarterback is under center on Montlake, it's not going to go the same way it went this time. No, no. So, I mean, Oregon's Oregon's getting bigger offensive linemen than they did when they had Chip Kelly at the helm. Yeah, it's a different program now. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to push around our rotation of 10 guys next year or the year after. Yeah, get ready, Oregon, because yeah. th- this is – Here we get short-lived. Weakest, that was – yes. Yeah, that was the weakest front line that you're going to see in the next 10 years. Yeah, here we come. Mm-hmm, exactly. So time to um, restart that. Time to restart that. That uh, the um, vaunted two-game winning streak. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna push this one behind us. Um, Oregon can keep talking about it for the rest of the year because apparently that's the only thing that they had to play for. They rushed the field. Yikes! <laughs> At least we know <laughs> that th- it really shows that they're always thinking about us, right? Uh, well, I mean, don't you always want to beat your big brother? <laughs> you said it. I didn't. <laughs> we got Colorado this week. Um, I want to say thank you to Susan and Steve who gave me tickets to this game. So I will be there in person. TFTI, I am, bro. I am taking the old man. Oh, I can't even be mad at you. Yeah. Grandpa Mueller and Trevor heading to the I, game. I mean, it'd be cool if like, you know, Fourth and inches could represent at a Huskies game more yeah. than once this year. But, we'll be you know, at Stanford. Still, you know, that's whatever. Yeah, Dad's down with a bum knee, so he's excited to get out the house. Oh man, I bet he's gonna love it. Yeah. Has he gone to the UW UW Stadium yet? Oh yeah, we went to the Stanford oh, game two right. years ago and that's had a right. blast. So my, my dad hasn't been, been yet, oh. so this is gonna be his first time ever going. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Jake's dad, if you're listening, you stole me a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because my dad doesn't owe anybody money. Like, it's probably, it's let's probably not, because his son forgot to tell him. Let's not let let's not paint a picture of my dad like being a cheapskate and not paying people. Like I'm, I'm, this I'm was a one off thing. I, I'm gonna lay this at the feet of you, who probably forgot to tell him. You're absolutely right. Now let's paint let's paint a more honest picture where I am a cheapskate and a bum. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm the one that owes everybody money. Dude, we're millennials. We got we, we don't make as much money as those Gen I'm, X's. I'm lazy. I owe people money. Okay. Oh, now you're just lying to the people. <laughs> um so Colorado definitely got exposed by a a, a, a semi quality team Holy on cow. on Saturday night, didn't they? Yeah, that sure did burst my bubble. Yeah, uh, yeah, we both definitely lost that. We both took Colorado, uh, and Colorado made a little push there in the second half. But man, they looked bad in the first half, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, man. U- USC just came out hot. Uh huh. And that cupcake and... schedule made them look really good. It did too, and it made my, it it almost it almost made me a believer in Montez. I still think um, he's like better you said, than he last had year. a he had a decent half, yeah. second half. Yeah. But I think USC was like you always say, Prevent. they were trying to well, yeah, they were just trying to sit on him. Yeah, exactly. He was making his run, but a little too little too late. At that point, USC was just trying not to lose the game. Yep. And know? Steven Montez is definitely this looks more like the promising young quarterback like his freshman year than it does his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, but still this, this Colorado offense is coming in and I'm not, I'm not shaking in my boots, not coming into, in our home after we just got beat and we're going to yeah. be, we're going to yeah. be pretty pissed. I don't think, I don't think that they stand any chance of even, even moving. I, I think you were wrong with your prediction against UCLA. I think <laughs> oh, you're going to this... say it. This could be the game that we get our first shot out of the year. Yeah, it could be. It, this is if you're Colorado, this is the absolute worst time to come to Seattle. Oh yeah, an angry, pissed off team that a defense that just got ran all over. No, no. Yeah, Greg Gaines is going to eat somebody. <laughs> I think Greg Gaines has already ate somebody. <laughs> it's gonna. He didn't eat enough duck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, their do it all guy is Laviska Chenault. Uh, there is, <laughs> I see a tweet from some guy saying, uh, the reason that LaVisca Chenault might not be playing this weekend is from a back injury for, from carrying the entire team. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good. That is pretty good. So on here, it says Colorado is unsure whether or not LaVisca Chenault will play at Washington. Brian Howell reports Chenault injured his toe in the loss to USC, and Howell notes the Buffs don't know the severity of the injury yet. Okay. Yeah. So, I, you yeah, know, I you mean, know what's the most like deceiving injury in the world is turf toe. Yeah. Turf toe. Like, it's oh, like, bro, oh, dude, grow up. Hurts. But you need to uh, go Google turf toe. It's disgusting. It's it's like uh, it's like shin splints, like. When people say, yeah, I got really bad shin splints, you're like, oh, poor baby. Until you have them and you realize it's it's suffocating how bad it hurts. Well, yeah. And, like, turf toe, it, like, it tears your muscle underneath, like, your the pad on your big toe. It's a, You can't do anything with turf toe. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. I hear you. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, your big toe is where all your stability is. Yeah. I've cut you know? both my pinky toes off. I didn't need them. <laughs> I lost them in a uh, dice game. Yeah. <laughs> Against me. <laughs> I, I, I still have them hanging up in my shop. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, if, if, okay, so let's say LaVisca Chenault plays. Okay. 
whether he's a hundred percent or he's zero percent. What what happened to Nikhil Harry? He's the best receiver in the Pac-12, and we made him look pedestrian. Yeah, well, Chanel also he he'll come in, he'll get carries. I mean, he's not just a receiver. He's kind of like, uh, well, I don't know who to compare him to. He's a good player. Um, whether he plays or not, I don't. I, in reality, it'll probably mean a touchdown. Uh, a touchdown different whether he plays or not. Uh, I don't think Colorado's going to get much. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't see them moving the ball on us all that much, anyways. You know, like we just said, mm-hmm. we're, they're going to be angry. Yeah. Colorado's just not – their defense can't stop us either. It's yeah. not just their offense. Their offense isn't going to be able to score on us, but their defense can't stop us either. And Their defense is going to be on the field all day. Let's hope so. Uh, Colorado's giving up 18.6 points a game to a bunch of really terrible teams and a mediocre USC team. So I'm, I don't think their defense is as good as advertised, and I think Washington and Jake Browning is going to tear it apart. Do you have word on if Gaskins and Ahmed are a full go? Uh, basically, what Peterson said was what he says for everybody, and they're taking it week to week. However, Quentin Pounds is done for the season with another knee injury. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I wish that kid could stay healthy because I really like watching him too. play. I know. And, I, and I'm a little fearful of him losing his spot next year to Marquis Spiker. Well, I, you know, at this point, you got to be thinking that he's probably end up, you know, he might, he might end up having to medically retire and that would be really sad. That would suck. Jake, do you have thoughts? I mean, sometimes here comes Jake's thoughts. Thought it was Jake's feelings. I changed it today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After losing to Oregon, nobody has good feelings. <laughs> I Except for my wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh... She was pretty happy. She was clapping. Uh, don't, don't, don't tell me this. Yeah. Don't. It makes me hate you more. Oregon program. What are your thoughts on the Oregon program? Plateaued. In year one? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's the same conversation that we had with Justin last week. Where do you see them after this year? They don't have any quarterbacks. And I don't see them getting any quarterbacks in the near future. I, I I mean, I guess they got Hugh Millen's kid. Yeah. So we need to wait four years for him to be somebody that's going to beat us because all of our quarterbacks in waiting are better than him right now. So I think they're going to be a, a middle top 25 team, 15 to 10, maybe 10 at the highest. Okay. Uh, what are the they're going to lose this week? And so they're going to, they're going to, they're going to peak out at 10. Dude, you are spoiler alerting your picks. Sorry. You've given away two already. <laughs> oh. All right. Chances. I'm, I'm coming in hot this week. You man. are. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fire. <laughs> this is a hard podcast to do. I'm hoping people listen to it. The name of this podcast is going to be the Stay Positive Podcast. I like it. Yep. Um, okay. Chances UW wins out until the Pac 12 championship. 95%. You think they're they're spitting piss and vinegar, and they're just going to go beat beat the crap out of everybody? Yeah, and I I just don't. I think that they've played the toughest games that they're going to all year. I don't think Stanford is what we thought they were at the start of the year. Yeah, and I I said it before, and I regret saying it, but I said that the 
the winner of the Pac-12 North was going to win last week's game. <laughs> and we lost. But now I'm rooting for the Cougs. Yeah. Yep. And you know? I think there's a really good possibility that it's going to work out. And if we both have – if we end up with the one Pac-12 loss and they have two, we're in good shape. I'm telling you right now, if the if the Cougs beat – do you see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> if the Cougs beat Oregon this weekend, we're Pac-12 North champions. I agree. All right. Top three pizza toppings. I mean, like individual toppings or yeah. like a whole pizza? Nope. Individual toppings. It's pineapple. <laughs> wow. I love pineapple on my pizza, bro. I like to pick it off and eat it separate. <laughs> That's even weirder than me liking pineapple on my pizza, man. I, I'm going to piss off so many listeners. I'm going to piss off all four listeners. <laughs> Close your ears, mom. Yeah. Uh, pineapple, sausage, and bacon. Dude, that's the – you order that three-topping pizza, the lady's going to be like, can you repeat that? Well, no, 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 no. That's a different, that's a different question. You said my th- three favorite toppings. Okay. You didn't say – you didn't have to say for – if if it were for one pizza, it would be pepper, er, pepperoni, pineapple, and bacon. Okay. Yeah, mine's similar to that. Mine's, mine would have to be um, olives. Um, oh, olives are good. I like salami and bacon. I'm not an olive guy. Oh, dude, I love the olives. A lot of people hate uh, the olives. Yeah, I'm not an olive guy. It's all you know what's funny? You know what's funny is <laughs> I'll take the olives off and I'll eat those individually. Oh, look at us. We could share pizza <laughs> yeah. in a kind of a weird way. <laughs> weird way. Can we get – how about ordering that? Can we get an olive pineapple pizza, please? <laughs> They'd be like, you're some kind of weird <laughs> vegan. You're not American, man. What uh, what's what's the uh, sauce that you put on it? Always uh, tomato sauce. Yeah. Do you like a lot or a little? Probably a little. Oh wow, dude! I'm the more the merrier. Are you? See, I just I don't know, man. I used to I used to be hella weird with my uh, pizza eating. I used to peel all the topping and cheese off and eat that and then lick the tomato sauce and then just eat the breading. <laughs> it was, I was, everybody that saw me eat pizza was like, what are you doing? And I stopped doing it because of that. You were peer pressured out of eating pizza like a freak. <laughs> exactly why I quit. Okay. Mr. Triple dip mozzarella stick guy. Like don't, don't ever judge me for what I do with my food. Okay. You know, you've tried it and you liked it. No, I haven't. Not yet. I haven't gotten Mott Sticks since then. Yeah, Mott Sticks you don't get very often. I understand. Yeah. All right, so last week, uh, let's let's take a look at last week's Pac-12. Um, Arizona, stick a fork in them. Yeah, they're done. Yep, you might as well buy Holy that jersey now. Cow. I know. How quickly that changed. Oh, my gosh. That was... It's embarrassing. It was. It's it's embarrassing. Like, if I were Kevin Sumlin, I might start looking for a new job. You'd be checking the classifieds. Yeah. Utah looks pretty good. We'll see what what happens. They they go to SC this week, and that's going to be their big game. By the way, I hated those helmets. Did you? Oh, I'm such a triangle guy. I'm not. What is the record of the two teams? 
so Utah is four and two. Arizona is three and four. I'm not out of it yet, but Arizona needs to really quickly figure it out. Kevin Sumlin needs to remember how to coach. Yes. My bet is he will not. I think I think I think A and M kind of took his swagger from him. I think Johnny Manziel took his swagger. Because because Kevin Sumlin kind of reminded me of the head coach of Pittsburgh a little bit, not because the they mustache are both... guy. No, the black guy. Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can't remember his name right now, but I know you're talking. You know, about... but they both kind of walk around like I'm. You know, I'm a bad dude, and and then all of a sudden, Kevin Sumlin just isn't Kevin Sumlin anymore. And he's kind of just standing there like, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're going to see a lot of transfers out of that university and he's going to have to bring his own guys in. Uh huh. Um, let's see here. California sucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Put still in freaking made, Ross Bauer. I was going to say, they still haven't made the, the switch. McIlwain is a terrain wreck. Yeah, man. I don't know what Wilcox is doing man you gotta make the change again if if you don't make that change you and kevin sumlin might be sitting next to each other on the couch saying man where did we go wrong listen to this stat line and tell me this is better than ross bowers 22 of 40 cool 168 yards and two interceptions but hold on he's a running quarterback right yeah Eight attempts for nine yards. Holy cow. With a long of 14. He had how many completions? 22? 22. 20? He was a hair over 50%. Yeah. And Jake Browning had over 200 yards with 15 completions? Yep. So, oh my gosh. Put in Ross Bowers. Thank you. Ross Bowers is is a better runner than him. Dude, I mean, he did a flip, so I'll give you that. And landed it. He did land it. It was kind of dope. It was incredible. But, dude, it's not working down there. You got to make a change. It is too late. You need to make a bowl. You're three and three. And you have to play Washington still. And you have to play WSU still. Your Your wins are dwindling. Yeah. Put in Ross Bowers. Come on, yeah, man. man. It's not it's, hard. It's, it's, it's too late. Probably the, right. There's no bowl in California's future this year. Yeah. Okay, so Jake, right now in the overall pick em poll, you are beating me by a point Whew, or by barely. a win. You, um, you were correct one time and were incorrect three times. Oh, you were correct two times. I was correct two times. So now we are looking at a – you are at 29 and 23. I'm at 28 and 24. We both got UCLA correct. We both got the Oregon-Washington game wrong, the Colorado game wrong. However, I got the Utes. You did. I need to stop. It's, it's, it's time to almost stop betting against them. It's time to stop betting for Arizona. I'll tell you that. I'll agree. Well, I mean, their spread is going to go way in favor of whoever they're playing. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's get to this week's games, huh? Yeah. 
All right. So first up, we have uh, Thursday, October 18th. So when you're listening to this, it'll be today because <laughs> we are recording on Wednesday evening. We Sorry, have... everybody. That was my fault. Jake's getting some new counters. They're in and they're beautiful. That's good. To see. Maybe you should post it on Instagram or something. I will. All right. Tag me in it. And then and then everybody can vote on what color I need to do our um what color I need to paint our our cabinets. Dude, it, everybody's just going to say purple just so you look like a big husky fan. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm I'm going to get suckered in. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Um, okay, so we got Thursday, Stanford traveling to Arizona State. Stanford is not ranked, and they are favored by two and a half points. They're, they're traveling to Arizona State? Yep. My man. Mark me down for that Arizona State. Oh, look at you. First time all year. I'm going to regret it. I'm going to take ASU as well. Okay. Um, I think that Stanford has been exposed, and going to ASU is never a fun thing to do. You make me feel better about my Arizona State pick because no matter what, now I can't lose. Yeah, there you go. Okay. This one is a tricky one. This is the battle. This might be the dreck of the of the week. We got Cal traveling to Oregon State. Oh man. Hey, okay. And OS Cal is favored by seven. Oregon State coming off a bye. Can I just say a little synopsis of how I think this is going to go? Are you going to make farting noises with your mouth? No. Okay, then go ahead. I think Cal's going to struggle. Yes. And I think they're going to be down early. And I think they're going to put Ras Bowers in. And Bowers will lead them to a comeback. And they will win by more than seven. You're putting a lot of hope in a coach. In the staff. fact that they, yeah, in the fact that they play Ross Bowers. I know. I I didn't say that that was my pick yet, though. Go ahead and make your pick. Uh, no, you're on a roll. No, go ahead. Do it. I told you I wasn't going to pick him anymore, and I lied to you. I am taking Oregon State. Yeah, me too. Full disclosure, my computer died. Um, I had it off my charger for too long at work because it's parent-teacher conference week, mm-hmm. and I didn't bring my charger home, so I'm doing it freehand. Oh no! And I'm using a red pen. The so. old? Are you dipping your pen in ink like the good old days with um, the feather on it? I am not. I have a <laughs> I have a G2 pen, the only way to pen. Oh. All right. Next up, we have uh, the Ducks, number twelve, going to the Palouse. The Palouse is finally getting game day. My coworker is going there this weekend. It's going to be rowdy. There's probably going to be more than one Washington State flag flying. It's going to be a good time. Who's going to win the game? Uh, a WSU favored by three. Oh, wow. I'm going to take Wazoo, and so are you. Yes, I am. Because go- we both want them to win. Everybody, let's say it at once. One, two, three. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. That was terrible, but yep. Go I had I had a hard time saying. I almost didn't. Say I could it. tell. <laughs> it was close. I'm sorry. All right. Next game. We we got a lot of games this week. We got SC traveling to the Utes. Um, and Utah is favored by six and a half points. Utah. 
Well, I have to take Utah because I want to win a jersey. So yeah, I'm gonna. It's in. It's in Utah. You said it's in Utah. Yeah, Utah's gonna win by more than six and a half. I think. Did Huntley finally find his way? Um, I mean, everybody's finding their way against uh, your favorite team. That's really hurtful. It's um, true too. A, they're not my favorite team. Obviously, <laughs> obviously Washington is. Your favorite in the South. I mean, Arizona State was it before, uh, even before, I mean, Todd Graham. You're the best coach in America. <laughs> you are a winner. <laughs> so we got uh, the next game. We have Arizona traveling to UCLA. Guess what the spread is? Uh, I'm going to say it's a wash. It's not. UCLA. UCLA is favored by ten and a half. No. Wow. You went way big. No, UCLA uh, um, favored by, by eight points. Oh, man. I didn't go way big. I mean, ten and a half. Well, you said it was going to be a than... wash, and then you said ten and a half. <laughs> I know, because I, once I thought about it, we talked about the spread with Arizona earlier getting pushed up because they suck so bad. Right. But, um, oh, God, I can't pick Arizona anymore. I'm going to take UCLA. All right. Um, I did as well. Is Cleo Tate playing? Do you think it can still be the Heisman? <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I think I think we know that uh, your favorite quarterback from Alabama has that locked down. Uh, yeah, you know who I really like is Kyler Murray. Yeah, but they lost to Texas. And... Yes, they did. Two has been putting up unreal numbers and hasn't even had a close game yet. Oh, yeah. Did you see what Peterson said about that? He says he something like, I like our schedule. Um, if we had Alabama's schedule, we'd be 7-0 and right now, but we've been playing some really great games, and I like that better. I was like, yes. Yeah. Throw shade, Chris. Dude, Throw mad shade. shade. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I don't really need to write. You know what? One. You know what? You know what Nick Saban's doing? Kissing his six national championship rings while he's listening to and, that, or not listening to it because yeah. the state of Washington might as well be in Alaska or Siberia. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even think Saban knows where the state of Washington is. The only reason he does is because he's a Don James guy. Even though he yeah. didn't coach at Washington, I think he was with him at Kent State. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last game that we are going to pick is the Mighty Buffs are coming into Seattle to say hi to me and the rest of the Husky faithful. Um, it is Washington. Hey, by hey, real points. quick, real quick on Husky Nation. Shout out to young Andrew from Husky Nation will be there this weekend. Yes, he will. I saw that. Yep, Very cool. cool. Um, so he, they're coming to say hi to me and young Andrew. And we will be uh, favored by 16 points. Is that enough to push you over to the buffs? No. Yep. It won't be for me either. Yeah, I'm taking them too. Uh, Washington is going to roll them. Yeah, I, there's – yeah. Um, how many games did we pick apart from each other? Um, we One? actually picked zero, so I am changing my vote to Stanford. 
just so I have a chance to beat you. But in all honesty, I do these before you do. And you just picked the same ones I did because I think that we're smarter than Vegas. And that's why our house is bigger than theirs. (laughs) It's not, is it? It's not. It's not even close. No, but we do have a I mean, I, Both of us have a winning record right now. If you bet the money, you could win. Yeah. Yeah, life's good. Okay, life who's your MVP good. on the uh, Washington side of things for this week? I'm going to go with Jake. Uh, I think Jake. That's a good choice. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> I think it's going to be Jake because I think that uh, – I mean, he's proven that he can roll without his two running backs. And I think that with Colorado being here, I think we are going to take it a little bit easy on our running backs. Yeah, if Gaskin plays, I'd like to see him around the 10 carry mark and let those other guys play. I think think Chris Peterson's probably going to do that exactly that, is keep the touches low. I think he will spread the touches out way more evenly this week than any week you will see all year. Yeah. And I think that would be a welcome thing. I could also see it against Cal because Cal's a dumpster fire and <laughs> we should be beating about 35,000 points and Ross Bowers <laughs> will not have to take a shower after the game because apparently he <laughs> will never play. So dumb. Um, who's your, Oh, so mine is, Aaron Fuller. I think he's going to have a pretty monster game. He was pretty quiet in Eugene. Um, So I expect a big day out of him. Therefore, I think Jake will have a big game as well, but you already chose him. Yeah. Um, What about the, on the defensive side, bud? I just don't know about that. I mean, if you were going to go with the numbers, you would have to say Ben Burke Irvin because I mean, dude's putting up numbers every week, right? Yeah. And then you're going to go with Greg Gaines because he's the silent assassin and he clogs up double and triple teams all the time. And you've picked him almost every week this year. I I think so. I think the defensive line is going to take what happened to them personally. And they're going to be throwing around Colorado offensive linemen all game. It's really hard to pick anybody outside of BBK, Greg Gaines, or um, Taylor Rapp. Did you see Rap and Byron Murphy got picked to the midseason All-American team? Oh, it was Murphy. I, I saw the hot headline. I thought BBK was one of them. BBK also was one of them. Oh, so three guys on that defense. Mm-hmm. Man. I'd yeah. say don't go, but I bet you all three of the – well, <laughs> BBK has to be gone, but yes. all three of those guys are gone at the end of the year. Man, I, so who do – who would you rather have stay? If you had a choice of one between Byron Murphy or Taylor Rapp, who would you rather have stay? Oh, Taylor Rapp. I think I disagree. I don't know, dude. I, I, I he, think lockdown corners. Go ahead. Yeah, we do have a lot of corners. You're right. But I, I well, losing Austin Joyner hurts. It does. But I think having absolute lockdown corners in college is essential to this defense. I agree. And I think that guys like Keith Taylor and uh, Elijah Molden uh, will be that for you going forward. But, you know, I thought we weren't going to get better than Buddha. And both of us on this podcast have said we'd rather have rap than Buddha. So 
That's true. The the defensive backs of Jimmy Lake just keeps recruiting studs everywhere. Um, it's the fear of the unknown, but I think both of them are gone and they're both going to be replaced by guys who uh, are also LF, NFL caliber guys. Isn't that the beauty of college football though? You, you have guys that you think are the best that you're going to see in a long, long time, but then you have to lose them because that's the nature of the beast. And you end up replacing them with somebody that is, is equally as good or, you know, right there. Yeah, you know, it's, it is pretty cool. And it's happened to Washington uh, in both ways in our lifetime as fans of UW. We've seen guys leave and they have regressed. But in this time period right now, they are just progressing and just they're progressing and every generation of secondary is just getting better and better. And it's really cool to see. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been watching a game of any college football team and watching the team and knowing that like, Hey, they had Joey Bosa last year or, or a player of that caliber. And they're like, Hey, if they had just had him for one more year, this team would have absolutely steamrolled everybody. You could say that about Vita Vea. You could say that about Vita, Vita Vea. You're right. Yeah, it sure would be nice to have him this year, wouldn't it? Uh, we'd be we we would be seven and zero right now. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a freak, but those guys don't come around. Um, but the beauty is, is as of right now, the talent pool is getting deeper and deeper. And uh, Washington, for years to come, is going to benefit from the quality recruiting that this coaching staff is doing. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. If you liked it, please uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcast from. We will see you next week. Go dogs! Go dogs!